0: Welcome, friends! Another episode of Jimmy Eat Pod. We have a special guest. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and assume it's Ryan Lee Caldwell. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, yeah, just Ryan Caldwell's fine. You know. Whatever. Okay,
0: okay. <laughs> I um, you know, I was looking and I saw I saw your um, your Twitter username. You know what? I think the middle name stuff.
1: started happening because um, um, I don't know, trying the SEO, I suppose. You know, uh, kind of thing. So yep. I don't know that, but it doesn't really matter.
0: <laughs> hey, same with me, man. I had to uh Justin Miller was already taken that URL so I was like you know what looks like I'm going with the B that's so what happened put that yeah. everything is now that so
1: that's what happened with me and at one point I was probably a kid I was just like oh man Bruce Lee you know Tommy Lee Ryan Lee you know it's going to be <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know I like it it rolls off the tongue man <laughs> yeah so I, but it's just kind of been a thing where, that's the domain I have as well so oh, okay it's kind of become a thing
0: but anyways <laughs> so then speaking of your uh your Twitter, your your social media handle, Darth yeah. Ryan, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Can, can I assume then that you are a fan of the Star Wars saga?
1: I am. Uh, something I have kind of tweeted out as of late has been like, should I change this thing? It's been, Darth Ryan's been my shit since like, um, like, my second AOL name has been like Darth Ryan, basically, <laughs> and so it's been like a thing. Like I'm like I'm exhausted about Star Wars, so I'm kind of like, should I? Should it be the time to change it? You know, I don't know. I have, can you change <laughs> it? I mean, if you change it, you got to create a new account and then you've got to reestablish all your followers. Right? I know. I, I mean, I don't have like a lot of followers really, but you know, I just I it's been my thing on everything, like my fucking yeah. Gmail, my you know everything. So right, like you're so. like you're
0: saying, like, hey man, can you give me your uh, your personal or your your professional email? Sure, it's Darth Ryan. <laughs>
1: I know. And everyone's like, what? Really? You have that? But it's like, yeah, I mean, I got the Gmail like the the year it came out. So I have Darth Ryan at Gmail dot com. So. Yeah. so then look,
0: I'll make this quick then. Sure. Yeah. So uh, um, since you've probably seen the films at some point, yeah. there is a specific planet. It's uh, it's a little small planet outside the outer rim. Uh, in the Outer Rim, actually, and it's it's called Mustafar. Is that how you
1: pronounce it, Mustafar? That, Mustafar, yes, that's okay, that is so correct. That,
0: that or Mustafar, right? <laughs> it is so full of Sith,
1: Sith energies and, and such. Right. Yeah. So
0: a certain epic battle took place on this planet. Now, do you know which, which battle that was?
1: This would be um, Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Ah, yes,
0: uh, yes. Okay, so Obi-Wan <laughs> Kenobi. I shouldn't say Obi-Wan. I don't know, that's kind of like saying Tia when it's Tia Rose, and they hate that. Um, so Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin... Uh, Skywalker are fighting, and I I, I hate to give this away. Spoiler alert! But uh, Obi Wan Kenobi bests Anakin, and he's sitting there on the ground. His eyes are red, and he's looking up at Obi Wan Kenobi, and he's just Obi Wan Kenobi is just so disappointed. He's he's saying, "Brother, you were my brother," and 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 this guy is sitting there on the on the rim of this. I hate you. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. And there's so much hatred in his eyes, and he's just so close to this river of lava. That he starts to catch on fire and he's burning there, and his body is just being mutilated and just he is now melted. Yeah. And then Obi Wan Kenobi it. walks away. Yeah, uh, and and at some point, um, uh, Darth Sidious comes up and, and rescues him in mm-hmm. his hideousness. Right?
1: There's there's rumors if if he heals him there or not. You know, it might be the case. It's kind of like a unknown officially. Thing. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: So at at your discretion, right? I, I guess you really don't know because they kind of pan out when he's when he's there and sees him. It very well <laughs> happened. But let me ask you this: Could you then, uh, having heard this story, could you consider Obi Wan Kenobi to be a fire starter?
1: <laughs> Perhaps
0: a twisted
1: fire starter. He's self
0: inflicted, you know. Yeah. <laughs> this is Jimmy Eat Pod. <laughs> So, um, would you like I love to take, <laughs> I know. dude, I was working with my wife on that one I told it to her and she goes, I guess that works. I think
1: it works for me, I guess, you know, whatever. Yeah. Well, it's what we're going with, man. It's on the live pod. So I love it. I love
0: it. Um, go ahead. I mean, take it, take him in. I don't know if you wanted to introduce yourself and just kind of explain <sighs> yeah. how you're associated with this band and if you have a favorite band and how you know, <sighs> well, how you know, David.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a weird thing with David is it's funny doing this with you because I, I remember him. Kind of hitting me up about maybe possibly doing this at some point, you know, maybe before you guys even started, or at least you were were banking episodes. And um, how I know David is strange. And it's funny that I'm doing this with you and not him because I have never talked to David at all before. <laughs> and he has been an internet <laughs> friend in a way. Um, but we have like close uh, people um, connected with us. Like he has um, a mutual friend of ours, my, our friend Cody and Hallie. And I don't, I'm not even sure how he knows them. But we grew up, um, I grew up in Arizona and Mesa, you know, Jimmy World's home state. Oh, yeah. But um, I actually live in Portland now, but I grew up in Mesa. So Jimmy World was always kind of a hometown thing. But how I'm kind of connected with David is he was listening to a podcast. I it's kind of um it goes on and off on hiatus. It's a uh, called Take Off Your Pants and Podcast, which is a Blink 182 podcast. We we're probably like the third, second or third most popular Blink 182 podcast out there. But
0: <laughs> is it is that assuming that uh, Blink 155 is the top? Yes,
1: that's the top. Okay, one. okay. So okay. We we're probably uh, at one point. I, it was funny because it was we kind of like left for a while. Like we were like, stop doing it. And then all of a sudden like blink One Fifty Five, like rose from it. It was like, great. Like I was like, wow, I can't believe this. And, um, but so David, he was just someone that listened to the show and liked it and would hit us up about it. And, um, what's funny about, I know about David is that he's a video editor, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I am as well. And so it was kind of this thing where our friend, our mutual friend in Arizona was like, you guys are like really alike. <laughs> Like you love Blink 1 and E2, Eighty Two, you're both video editors. We're both kind of like bearded guys, like big heads, and and I just kind of like look similar. Like we're just kind of like these, and we I never I never even talked to David in real life, like ever, or or on like something like this. So yeah, okay, but you
0: have heard his voice at least. Right? I have. I've heard, I mean, I listened yeah. to
1: like you know probably yeah. like a third of your guys' episodes, and so it's kind of a thing where I'm like. Um, yeah, I've heard his voice and I've heard him on other podcasts and I, I'm not even sure if I talked to him on our podcast. I think I just threw email really. And he, we were kind of connecting back and forth where we're just like, we knew each other's friends and it was kind of a thing where we just, yeah, never really crossed paths and just one of those internet friends, you know, kind of so. Yeah. And it's,
0: it's, it's not as distant as distant for me, but we did sort of after CSUN, we, we, we just kind of went our own separate ways and then. App. We were talking, the topic was Blink-155, and I asked him what it was about, and he just said, hey, look, man, I got this great idea for a Jimmy Eat World podcast, yeah. and the rest of that is history. And yeah. then, yeah, and the first time I saw your image was um, was when it was the Take Off Your Pants and podcast. Yeah. I, I saw that came up as a recommended, f- I, I don't know, you know, associated <laughs> everyone in the podcast, right?
1: Was it like on like Overcast or something? Like, do you guys no, use it, that? No, this was on Twitter. Oh, it's Twitter, recommending.
0: Okay. I must have been logged in as the podcast account, and hmm. then it just had recommended to me uh, yours, and I clicked on yours, and I saw your name. Is it just you and one other person?
1: Yeah, me and my buddy Michael, and uh, we yeah. both live in Portland, and we grew up in Arizona too, but it was kind of like, um, we start, it was kind of a thing we just, we never, the thing is, I think the secret of podcasts is to keep them like, uh like consistent, you know, kind of yes. things. Yeah. And we were so whenever it's hard making a podcast and it's hard, it's hard to like, uh, you know, keep them going constantly kind of thing. And so, right. And, um, and
0: I'm sure everybody, every podcast has their fair share of roadblocks. And the one that we've, that we've been sort of meandering around is just getting our, our schedules on track. And I know yeah. that, that, you know, he's definitely, Davis. definitely got a, a more important things to, to <laughs> attend to, but, yeah. um, you know, it's, that's the, the biggest thing that we've been handling right now so i and I, I agree with you man the one week that we went off i felt i i felt like i disappointed people
1: well yeah it's even even when you have like a small like group of people listening like it's one of those things where if if you kind of fall off like there's so much stuff and podcasts that like you're gonna be like left kind of behind and it's 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 kind of a, um, a thing especially when you're not like you're doing this for the passion of it you know kind of right? thing yeah um, it's tough so
0: and we've had we've had a rough start with with the uh, the comment not the comments but the reviews on it there's oh. been a lot of critical reviews and it's just you kind of push past that but i feel if we can get every jimmy eat world fan to sit in on one of these episodes they would appreciate just how how much I don't know love that we have for the band, and that <laughs> yeah. even though we're still finding our footing, and we're yeah. what eighteen episodes in. No,
1: it's it's still relatively new. Yeah. You know? so yeah,
0: we're still we're we're still learning. So I, I'm glad everyone who's stuck with us that we have people that absolutely love the podcast, and you know just keep talking about us and and uh, you know making sure people know.
1: Well, it's the thing. It's like it's with these kind of shows, and you know, getting off and like learning the kind of personalities of like the people that are like doing it. I think like. I don't know, like one of my favorite podcasts, I don't know if you've heard of it, it's called Blank Check. It's like a, um, uh, it's a movie podcast and like more people are more interested in like the guys doing it than the actual, like the topic usually at hand, you know, kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. I think, and I'm more into those podcasts than really like strict, you know, kind of, um, I don't know, like focused, I'm, I'm more into like the crazy, like, let me get to know these guys, you know, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, so, and it's <laughs> I think that's the big balance and we chose yeah. to go that crazy route and it, it turned a few people off. And it doesn't mean it's like it's like Yelp reviews. The people that go on to Yelp are the ones that are that are either going to absolutely um just glorify this this uh product or whatever service or they're going to go in there and trash it and say, "Look, yeah. I you know, I was told I was going to get 10 fries and I got 5 <laughs> fries and I'm I'm not very happy about that."
1: Yeah. But no, um, I I've been enjoying it. Like I've I like I, I to be honest, I have I've missed I'm I'm like like t- this last couple days, cause you guys literally like told me like yesterday, can I do this? <laughs> and I was like, I gotta, I'm like maybe like a month behind. And I was like, the last one I listened to was like last Christmas. And so I was like, all right, I need to kind of check out at least parts of where you guys are at with this. And then how the dynamic is, uh, since David's out, you know, the last couple episodes, but I'm just like, I think I'll, I think I'll be okay. This is my first rodeo with the podcast. <laughs> so, right. Um, but I was just kind of like making sure I was just, like, I hope I'm not like, I don't know, feeling like I'm a noob about it. Cause I definitely was just like the last, like it was like what last Christmas was probably like your sixth episode or something like that. Yes. Yeah. I was like diehard with that. And I kind of like, if somewhat slowed down, like on Twitter about things and it just, you know, Christmas. I think everyone
0: has everyone after like (laughs) January, just, it just totally bogged down. I told David the same thing. It's like, I've stopped going on. So I get it. Yeah. But it's, it's interesting you bring up last Christmas because that is, that is yes. actually the episode and yeah. i can tell you the day because i'm going to ask you a date now too okay. the date of this fact that i'm going to relate to you, is 11/14/19 so on on uh, november 14th of 2019 i realized that this track was a cover and not <laughs> some kind of strange original track by jimmy Eat world so of, uh, then of, i asked uh, you, firestarter
1: or yeah when mm. did you realize that this was a cover Oh, man. So it was just this past year that like toward the end of the year you did. Was it? That's crazy. Um, Yeah. I know. I (laughs) it was definitely late for me. Like it was definitely later. Um, I can't tell you when it was. I mean, should I give you a little bit of my background on Jimmy? I guess a little bit. Sure. Yeah, of Um, course. Yeah just let's like kind of, I just gotta try to go over. I have a couple notes. I'm like been trying to like frantically put together today. Um, basically, yeah, I grew up in Arizona and Jimmy world was like my first, um, I would say like real concert. I think I went to like one I wanted to go to. And I remember it was at Mesa amphitheater and they, op- and the Donna's opened up for him is when oh, I man. saw. And, uh, it was like crazy, like life changing. It was probably like 2001, two it was definitely after bleed American came out. And um, yeah, it was just like awesome, and they're probably the band I've seen the most times live, kind of thing. And I remember you guys have talked a lot about how it's like your second favorite band, and I think it's like yeah. the same for me too. Like it's just been like one of those. It's like I love these guys; they're great. And um, and I and I'm probably guessing the first time I heard Firestarter had to be probably in those like Kaza days, like downloading or like everything you can possibly find, and it must have been early two thousands or like on Torrent or something right Downloaded like the discography of Jimmy world right. like, and, and pulled it up and found it. And it probably, and you know, they did a
0: lot of that stuff on purpose.
1: What? Like the,
0: they uploaded a lot of those oh, odd they did. tracks. Just. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it was kind of like, uh, and I have to say, I don't know how I discovered it, but it was definitely, I thought it was an original track for a while until I found out that it was a prodigy song, you know, kind of thing. Um, Right. And I don't know, it must have been, I can't tell you when exactly it was. I know, and I told this to David, actually, leading up to this, that um, it may have been through, like, a YouTube or an er- early downloaded Kaza music video from, like, a Dragon Ball Z thing. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> it might be
1: involved with this. Where, like, uh, I don't know if you ever got into this, or if you were, in- were ever into, like, Dragon Ball or anime but uh not
0: really my flavor. No,
1: no. But there's like this this weird thing that happened in early two thousands with music videos. People would make to like animes, like they're called like AMAs, like anime music videos. Does that does that sound like anything no. you ever got into? <laughs> no, no. And you know, I'm
0: sure there's so many different things that. I, I do one search on YouTube for like, let's say, some kind of muffler or something, and it all these suggested and on the right panel is just stuff that wow, there's there's a lot of people that get millions of views for stuff I've never wanted to look at. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm I imagine that it's out there.
1: Something, yeah. Well, basically, when I was a kid, I I learned to, how did I learned to a video edit was basically making music videos to like Linkin Park songs to like Dragon Ball Z clips. <laughs> wow, <laughs> and and stuff like that, and like and I have I still have them, like saved onto a disc. And I think I discovered Prodigy, like the Firestarter, like the original, through one of those Dragon Ball Z music videos, where someone like took that song and made a music video for it. I'm like, wow, that sounds crazy. And, that, and then realizing I've heard this song before through and its Jimmy World, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> is so how I discovered backwards? it. It was kind of well, yeah, like it was like the thing where I I've heard the Jimmy World song. Cause I'm a, I'm a huge sucker for like the slow build up Jimmy World songs.
0: Yeah, it's like my favorite yeah, a, thing. I've listed like signature.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and so it's like one of my it's it's funny that when you guys ask me like, hey, do you guys want to you want to talk about this song? I was like, oh yeah, Um, because it was like a thing where like that's one of my favorite things about them. And then finding out, and then finding like this Dragon Ball Z music video that has fire the original Firesider song, and then realizing that's the Jimmy World thing was probably how I found out I'm guessing and it probably had to be the early 2000s is when I found out. Wow, so you've known for quite <laughs> almost 20 years then. It it's weird to think about that, but yeah, but it was definitely years after I've heard the song, you know what I mean? Wow. <laughs> yeah, and you know and
0: and it's it's interesting you mentioned that you heard you heard the prodigy doing Firestarter um and then you can you can pinpoint it from the lyrics, right? You said the lyrics? Maybe, like I just like I, I can barely hear what Jim is saying. Really, and maybe it's because I wasn't really listening as closely. Now, when I when I would listen to this song, I I was only ever exposed to it when I was. I think I had started with. Were uh, you familiar with RDO?
1: What is it? Ardio. It was before yeah.
0: It was before Spotify. It it didn't make it, but that was the first uh, subscription service that allowed me to just access. All this music that I had w- okay. never accessed before. One of those was like deluxe or expanded editions, wow. and this one happens to be one of the you know the tracks on the Bleed American deluxe edition. Is that what? So, it's for? okay, okay. Yeah, I never knew it existed until then, and it was always in the background. It would kind of play it because it was trying to you know diversify my Jimmy Eat World, um, uh, you know the, the songs that they would play, so it wouldn't play the same few songs over. Yeah. But I never listened to it. It was one of those songs that was always on in the background. And it yeah. wasn't until we were doing the research for um, Last Christmas that we came across, on oh, Discogs, wow. we came across that EP. Yeah, that's, it, it's like uh, the
1: shoes on it kind of thing? No, that, so that one is
0: actually, that one re- was released in 2004, which I wanted to mention. That's the one with, okay. those are some green uh, Converse uh, star players.
1: Okay, okay.
0: I, I'm assuming those are either Jim's or Tom's, but they're pretty sick.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, I right. see him. yeah.
0: Yeah, the one that I'm talking about is uh it's the very it's so this one came out on the tenth of December 2001. It's the Better Looking Records release of last Christmas. It's a it's a an A and a B. So this has to be the um it's a green small vinyl release. Mm. But I was scrolling through it and the back side of it, it says the number two, so the back side, side B, um uh, is a picture of two two people. Like from the seventies, it almost looks like it almost looks like um uh Leah Thompson from Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah. Sitting there on the floor. Oh wow. listening to a record. In the background, we've got um Half Dome from Yosemite. It's got like this this stag up in the top left. I don't know, it's an interesting design. Yeah. But that's when I saw Firestarter and I realized, holy crap, this this song is and yeah, then I looked up the song on uh, Wikipedia, and it said, yeah, this is a, a, song, a song by Keith Flint. Um, Keith Flint, and um, oh man, who's the who is? I'm not the, really familiar with. It's uh, Liam Hallett. It's, it's basically okay. those two guys. It was Liam Hallett was the DJ that started um, the Prodigy, and then Keith Flint was actually, interestingly enough, a dancer. Okay. Which, have you ever been to a show where there's a music up on stage and there's just dancers?
1: I, I've, I'm sure I've had. Yeah. But (laughs) I don't know if I've ever been to one like that. I mean, I guess it would be like a pop thing, but yeah, I don't know. Or maybe a blues show, but they're singing. And
0: I imagine that Keith Flint is up there just doing his dance thing. Yeah, maybe up on stage.
1: Okay. Um, okay. so, yeah,
0: there were the two releases for Firestarter. There was the actual Firestarter EP, which was 2004.
1: Okay, that's what I'm thinking with the shoes. So,
0: yes. Yeah. And that one had four tracks on it. That one had Firestarter, uh, Splash Turn Twist, Hear You Me, and then My Sundown.
1: Okay, okay, which is are kind of like all, yeah, all like singles from Bleed American, kind of yeah, thing,
0: so yeah, okay, yeah, but another just separate release there,
1: yeah that that must have been what I had on my I had I used to have a really strict like iTunes like artwork and like naming thing, and I think that's the artwork I had for the firestarter, you know, <laughs> like track on, so it. you
0: had', them. so you wouldn't have any um <laughs> any artwork that
1: was uh, abandoned or empty, right <laughs> i w- i it was a thing, like I couldn't have anything that was empty. Of my old like iPod kind of thing, and i I still regret i think I still have the hard drive that has all that stuff on it, but like it won't load up, and I'm trying to like someday i'm like someday i'm gonna get this back and i think but the thing is when it finally died it was like spotify was around you know kind of thing yeah so i, I just kind of i, I kind of gave it up on it you know
0: <laughs> but well you still have yeah, it and you still and, you it. know one day you're going to get around to it and you're going to find a guy or, or befriend somebody who says oh yeah man i got a little uh i got a little app that will root that thing and it'll just <laughs> it'll, it'll get all the data off of that
1: yeah i someday it's it's I, I, I took it all the way from arizona to to oregon with me so yeah i think it know. deserves the uh, to, to be rehabilitated because <laughs> it has on it on there because because i realized today when uh that firestarter isn't on spotify you know so like, yeah i listened to, I to, I listen to on too. youtube a bunch of times today so
0: yeah you can look at it so i can find it on spotify.com but it's all grayed out yeah. you know it's like not available in my country so then i turn on my vpn and i was like all right let's just go to the netherlands same thing so i have mm. no idea i don't think they tell you
1: where you can access it from because then you're just going to say all right well i'm just going to go there right yeah um there was a did you happen to, with your research, find out, like, why they recorded the, the, the cover? Cause I, ha- I did. Yeah, I found, like, a video. Did you see the same video on YouTube? Yes. Yeah, I was like, well, yeah. like, during a concert, some, like, assholes, like, tell them to play it, you know, <laughs> kind of thing in the middle. <laughs> and then they do the worst thing
0: that that, um, that most uh, artists do. <laughs> then they start a conversation, and <laughs> he keeps looking back at Zach and Zach's doing his own thing, like, tightening his hi-hat over there. And he's <laughs> yeah. trying to explain. It's, it's the, the War Child project. Is that right? And he looks yeah. back at Zach. He's not looking. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Let me, In fact, let me play the clip. I queued I it oh. up oh, yeah. right okay. to where to where um, Jim is just kind of explaining it. So I'll go ahead and play it. So this is from November 11th of 2010 yeah. at their Zurich show.
2: So here we go. Okay. Uh, basically, like children or, like, youth from, from war-torn countries... That's right, like the War the War campaign, and um, their their idea was that bands would do a cover of a UK number one song, and they asked us to be on it, which was a pretty big honor, and um, you know considering all the other bands that were asked to be on it, and uh, we were looking at these lists of, of number one songs, they are like, Firestarter. <laughs> what would we do with Firestarter? I don't know. And a couple of us thought that. You know, in America, the, uh, Breathe was a much bigger single for, for Prodigy than Firestarter. You know, feel the print shot! <laughs> it's, like, it's like, i control! Like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> When I say Prodigy, like, in America, people do this. Um, so we all thought, you know, like, I thought it was, a, it was a perfect song where we could, like, just take the lyrics and kind of make this totally different thing. You know, like, and call it a cover. <laughs> But we're not going to play it right now for okay? you. So, like,
0: yeah. yeah. And even though yeah. now the crowd is trying to coax them into playing it, they don't play it.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a weird song to just, like, try to pull out of nowhere, you know? Kinda yeah. Like, especially and, like a slow, like, not, not that has, like, all this, like, background stuff into it. Like, you know. Right. And all he said was maybe we could do the bass line. Like,
0: <laughs> you know, and it's, I'm assuming because this is in Switzerland, Okay. Right. Zurich is in Switzerland. I'm so bad with geography. Yeah, I don't even know. It's, it's, uh, it's all America, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> America and the world. The um Murk. so this is uh this is in Switzerland. I imagine it's because the this is like a a European uh country that they're you know, they're familiar with
1: Oh yeah, with pro- the prodigy probably a lot yeah. more, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's I can see that someone yeah yelling for that. Like what what is your <laughs> How do you feel about that kind of whole thing? People yelling for songs during a show. What's your kind of take on I that? I think that there's, there's, a, there's a
0: time when one person can say something that is absolutely perfect. Yeah. And it works out to where the band um, will say, all right, let's do this song. And the crowd erupts and they go nuts and they do a great job. The majority of the time, though, it's just, it's just idiots yelling the same song or play <laughs> Freebird or were you, something else.
1: Were, were you uh, ever uh, a Thrice fan? I was, yeah, I liked I liked his sound. I liked his songwriting ability. Well, that was a thing at Thrice shows is people yelling "Deadbolt" all the time. Deadbolt, play Deadbolt, <laughs> and it's like they're going to fucking play the song. It's going to be the last song of the set. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) and that was like, it became a joke with them, with that band, because they became like this, like kind of more of this soft rock. I mean, I've, I've kind of fallen off with them, but they were kind of this thing that became sort of this more of a, um, from, going from like the screamo kind of vibe, they became more of like an alternative rock band kind of thing, and right. they'd be playing songs like that, and everyone's like, "No, play the old punk song," <laughs> you
0: know. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least they take it in stride, right? And they're yeah. not pricks about it. I think yeah. I watched a video <laughs> of um, Smash Mouth at some kind of concert. <laughs> Smash did you see this video where they where they they handed out free loaves of bread? I and- did not see that. No. It's pretty bad because they start yelling to play. I think it was I want to say it was they were playing All-Star and and somebody in the crowd yells something that gets the lead singer all up in a bunch. And he's yelling back and forth and they're throwing loaves of bread at him. Yeah. But I think the most comedic part of this is that the band in the background is still playing that lead-in to All-Star because okay. they're trying to keep time in case he goes in and actually starts singing the song. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's just like so some bands that. don't really do that well. Other ones, it's like like Jimmy at Worlds. Like, you know, we we thanks again, but we're just gonna go on to the song <laughs> that. Yeah, we were gonna play.
1: I, I think he did a pretty good job. Like, it, I think it's kind of cool. He kind of explained it because I didn't know about that that it was like a compilation that they were asked to do, probably like that like rotation in Europe or something. Right. So, yeah. And
0: I thought maybe there was some deeper meaning, but no, it's like they, you you try to think about these things when we look at the lyrics and you see people assuming these these lyrics mean this this one thing. And they get so deep into it, or they have this mm. this this whole album is. Um, uh, I think clarity is is a. Uh, we've talked about this before, but you know, clarity is like a concept album, or or static prevails is a concept album, or, and yeah. they just think, nah, dude, we just wrote these songs. Kind of, pieced, <laughs> we pieced them together, and you know, they Tom happen to work well songs. together,
1: yeah. or, or just kind of like they at the time they were in a certain place, and those songs kind of have a a flow to them. You know, they might not yeah. have been intentional, but you know, I was. This this age at this time, and this is what I was writing about, you know, kind of thing. Right. I do think, though, that Firestarter, because what was the year it was released? Like 2000 or 2001? What's the official year for it? Yeah.
0: So it was, um, technically, it was like December of 2001. Okay. Because it was the same time as that, uh, as the last Christmas. So it was December 10.
1: Oh, okay. So it was right after Bleed American, probably. And yeah. Okay. Because, like, for me... Um, there is like direction almost where of this song where they kind of end up going on a few tracks later. I feel like, like you, on the you deluxe think edition. Well, no, like I'm talking about like with Firestarter, like the the instrumentals wise and like the vibe that it's putting off. I feel like they end up doing later with like stuff on the Disintegration EP and stuff like that. Yeah,
0: I would agree with that. Yeah, they definitely have that that um what I think I've referred to it as the, the Jimmy world, the taint that they put on there <laughs> <laughs> that they, they've spun, but it definitely has their sound. Um, like you were saying, it's the, it's, it's got the build to it too. Oh, I love it. Um, it's not, it's not a huge build, like some of their other epic, you know, last track songs, but it's, it's yeah. definitely one of those signature Jimmy world tracks.
1: Yeah. Like I kind of have like listed, like I was thinking like, I think the first, other than, like, the hits, you know, like, the sweetness, and because I definitely probably jumped into Jimmy World. Like, I went back to Clarity and Static Prevails after Bleed American like was, like, huge, you know, kind of thing, like, with the middle and all that. Right. And I think the first song, other, other than, like, middle and sweetness that kind of, like, really caught my eye was Get It Faster at the time where I was kind of like, this is the shit. Like, you know, if you, if you think like the middle is like this bullshit, listen to this, this is where they really get, you know, hard or something, you know, and, uh, with get it faster. And I feel like it's the same kind of vibe as this song a little bit. Like, you know, you know, that one gets a little more rockier, but
0: yeah, that one, there's that one breakdown where it has the, uh, the guitar where I think it's, I've seen them play this live and it's Jim doing, you know, Jim and Tom, playing this together but jim's doing both parts where it, this is i think that song is in drop d and it does that yeah. right but i thought that was two different parts but no it's like you actually see jim playing he plays it you know he'll hit the the top notes and then he'll hit the up the higher notes
1: yeah it's kind of like a harmonizing guitars kind of situation yeah, yeah so
0: and yeah and that's the part that i think that's the pinnacle of that song where it gets that's the intensity uh the, the hard guitars and that sound is in there yeah. It doesn't
1: really get to that degree with um, It doesn't but it, this one. it things keep building on top of it in a way that like I I don't know like I really dig. Like it was kind of when I probably was listening to the song a lot was probably around the time um when Disintegration came out kind of thing. With like songs like the or not disintegration, the Stay on the Side Tonight EP I mean.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: And which um is great. Yeah. And so like disintegration is kind of that vibe. And so I was just like, probably at this time, cause I was in high school, I graduated high school in Oh five. So it was like, I was probably this moody emo kid, you know, kind of thing. And I was all about the more <laughs> like down, um, like the more, uh, the more slower kind of tracks from Jimmy world really Yeah, at that time. The morose tracks. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just all about it. And so, um, I didn't realize at the time that the Stay on the Side EP was a lot of those songs were kind of like cut futures tracks kind of thing. I don't know if you guys got into that. You guys did like one or two songs from that, right? Didn't you do?
0: We did um, Closer. Yeah. Yes.
1: And and so I was kind of like, I didn't realize that, that they were a lot of... Um, stuff they re-recorded that were original songs from futures. I thought it was like, this is like the new Jimmy at the time. And I think it came out not too long before chase this light. If I'm, if I'm, am I wrong yeah, about that? Yeah, so
0: Stay on my side. And it was 2005. Yeah. So it was, it was uh, yeah, a couple years. It was after
1: futures, but yeah. just by a year. Yeah. And so it was a thing where I, when chase Us light came out and which is a pretty kind of upbeat album for most of it, I was kind of like, I must, I was probably like in a low, I, now I've, it's grown appreciation for me, but then when that album came out, I was kind of like disappointed by it because I was like into this, the more morose kind of like, you know, brooding kind of style Jimmy world that's on that album, you know, or on the EP right. kind of thing. Right. Um, it's kind of, and, and the only song I kind of uh, was really into was the um, uh, gotta be somebody's blues. On that track. Oh
0: man, that was the one track that really turned me off on that whole thing It is
1: so It was the opposite for me. I was like all about that one.
0: <laughs> and maybe that was the one where they felt, should we put this track on? Because this kind of sounds like Futures and we're trying to make it sound different. Yeah.
1: So I was, I was all about that. And so it was kind of a thing where that whole rest of the album, like that was one I didn't return to for a really long time. And that was like my first kind of drop off with Jimmy, I think, you know, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, that definitely that that album was was the the point when I felt this was I used the word new, like it was a new Jimmy sound mm. to me coming off of my favorite, favorite album which was Futures. Yeah, yeah. And then from then they just they they sort of uh in, you know incrementally release these albums every 3 years. Yeah,
1: and I and I've I've loved to track on each one. Like I've I've really um came back to Jimmy a lot on um I really enjoy "Invented" a lot, especially the song "Invented," and it's another one of those like slow build-up songs. Absolutely, Um, which I don't know, kind of relates to this one, I guess, a little bit. And then I really enjoy it's, um, and then "Integrity Blues" is another one that too. That just like right away, I'm like, this. I'm like, I can't believe they're still they're doing this right now. I'm like, it's like the perfect vibe for me. And then this (laughs) last, this (laughs) last, this last one, I've kind of, I'm still like, I actually when it came out, I was in Europe actually. And I haven't necessarily like gone back as much as I want to on this last one. Cause it's kind of back to more of a more, uh, kind of more, uh, I don't say poppy, but more of a, just like a feel goody kind of, um, rocking vibe. I yeah. Think, it definitely
0: know? has a rockin' vibe. And the <laughs> way that they, we were looking at how they sort of, uh, track this thing and all the way stay is on the I think it's side B, the first track. If you're mm. you know looking at that, yeah. looking at it that way. Um, and the way that they wrote these or put these, placed these songs, tracked them, I think it's really well done. There were songs that grew on me, which I really appreciate for any new album. Because there's songs, if, if every song is something that I love, I get bored of the album. Quick. Oh, sure. And this one had enough to where I there were songs that never really sold me, but then I fell in love with because I saw why they were on this album. Mm-hmm. And it, to me, this is, you know, I know that a lot of people are loving this album. They did a lot of good uh, promotion for it. Yeah, a lot of press and, and
1: stuff. Yeah, yeah,
0: a lot of that. And so I know that there was a lot of hype about it, but I just feel like this one was a really well put together album.
1: Yeah, I'm ex- it's, it, I think it's kind of one of those things where I, it's almost like it, for me, ever since um, Futures, it's kind of been like an every other album thing with me with Jimmy. Yeah. Where I'm like, Chase Us Light didn't do it for me at the time. In, but Invented did, but I went back to Chase Us Light. Like, Damage, when it came out, wasn't for me at the time, but Integrity Blues was, but I've gone back to Damage's since. So it's kind of like, every, and Surviving right now is in that zone for Damage and Chase Chaseless Light, but I yeah. still enjoy it. But I think it's going to be, like, like for some reason, like, my thing didn't line up with theirs when those other albums right. did. So it's kind of, right. like, and that's what's great about them, is it's so consistent that, like you know, I'm going to eventually go back to it. It's almost like you take
0: your time. You're going to get into this, but you just take your time. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: like, yeah. Like, I don't know, like his, like, like when he was talking in with press with the integrity blues and just talking about like where he was at the time. Like, I think that when that album came out, it was like the year I moved to Portland and just the idea of being like alone, but not lonely or something. And that was kind of like my vibe at the time. And so it's kind of like, I don't know that one like hit the right time for me. and, And that's what's so great about them is that like, I'm sure there's people out there that like, you know, and I've heard on your podcast like people like really got in the chase of light when it came out, and I'm like glad yeah. that it did, you know. So I don't know. Right. We're getting off tangent a little bit, but I'm just talking about just kind of like what I guess my <laughs> where I'm at with Jimmy World in a way. So
0: yeah, and that's good. I think a lot of people share that same sentiment is that they're a solid band. You look at the band, they're they're a solid band. They don't do too many crazy things. And yeah. it's just a matter of sometimes uh-huh. it's a it's sort of not like necessarily a concept album. I think they talk we talk about um, damage as being the breakup album, and then we've also got invented as you know each one of those songs is a little vignette yeah. uh, in and of itself. And so there's there's kind of like a sort of you know pseudo concept to it.
1: Yeah, there's like a there's kind of a cinematic aspect to invented in a weird and and I think that's what his yeah. idea was was he's this whole thing with like taking photos and writing songs to them and stuff, which right. I really, I like, it, I still haven't bought them, but ever since that album came out, I've had in my Amazon wish list the photo books that uh, Jim Adkins said that he was looking at ever <laughs> since, like it's been in my like wish list, and I'm like, someday I'm going to buy these. <laughs> I don't know why I never did, but it was, like I think it's like one of the, one of the images from the cover of it, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And I, you know what it is? And I'm looking at, I'm looking at all the album covers right now. I think, it's the, when I <laughs> when Jimmy has a real picture as the cover is when I'm like all about the album I think that's what yeah. it is <laughs> looking yeah, at like the, s- the ones that are more uh graphic designed I'm like yeah that's when i'm'm I'm, I'm somewhat uh off and I, and it's not necessarily about them it's just like me I guess in a weird way that's an interesting um, <laughs> uh bridge though yeah, yeah.
0: And like people I'm, people I'm like discovering
1: that about myself looking at him right now so
0: yeah. <laughs> so let me but, let me go let me go back to the the, the lyrics of this real yeah, quick sure. because that's that's kind of what what um went flew under my radar i guess you could mm. say when when i was listening to the song was that i didn't realize this was the same lyrics when uh you know we've got a song here let me play let me play a little bit of uh the prodigy's oh, version yeah, sure. of firestar at the beginning here <laughs>
1: Imagine guys going Super Saiyan right now. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could see you gotta you gotta send me a link to a video. Oh I will. I, I found one like Daily Motion.
0: <laughs> Bunch of punches. Are they are they synced with the beats? Oh
1: yeah, for sure. Oh okay.
0: <laughs> so I had no idea this band started out as just like a, like a
1: DJ techno beat no lyrics and then then, I didn't realize uh, that either I I don't know much about the project other than the smack my bitch up yeah you
2: know
0: I really I really do like the the two word um it's not really it's not two syllables I guess it's two syllables and then three but it's like uh pumpkin instigator danger illustrated I like how they, they have that sort of um, that pacing there for the verse, right? Yeah. So I was looking at the lyrics for the Prodigy's version. Okay. I'm the trouble starter, pumpkin instigator. I'm the fear addicted, danger illustrated. I looked at the genius.com for Jimmy World. I'm the trouble starter, pumpkin instigator. Oh,
1: really? Pumpkin. Yeah, like an actual pumpkin. Mm. That sounds like a typo. Or someone that didn't. Well, really it, know. it
0: could be, but it, and you, and listen to this. Okay. Um, let me play. Let me play the Jimmy Eat World version. It, it starts 30 seconds in, so you can. We'll do the the uh, the Jimmy Eat World build up here. Um, I'll do the first verse just like this.
1: Okay. Cool. The thing is, it feels so long, like six minutes or something, but yeah, it doesn't feel that minutes. way. It doesn't feel that way to me. I don't know. Got the little shaker
0: in there, too, man. Yes. This is such a vibe. It's I'm so vibey. You and,
2: you and then
0: it cleans up, man, when they bring it.
1: It sounds like a Jimmy World song to me. I don't know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? And then it just, you know, it proceeds, it builds, it gets, it gets
1: huge. I think it does. It, it's, I love it. Like, it's. And just to get into that point, they've, they've made two different
0: changes in this. They did the first little verse. Um, and then they kind of broke, and then they did a cleaner second verse. And we're already two minutes in. So n- normal Jimmy Eat World songs were like three, three and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. We're almost two thirds of the way over in that song. But no, this is this is the full length Jimmy Eat World.
1: <laughs> You're more of like a. Is it that you do like um, mastering or mixing or music wise? Is what what is it that you do again? I a- wish.
0: So I I am a man of many talents. I am I am what they call somebody who can't settle down.
1: Okay, okay. And okay. so
0: I just I, I studied multimedia, so I do a lot of that stuff. But I okay. don't. I wouldn't say that I master oh, okay. or mix, but I definitely. If if okay. you're gonna put David and I, I mean, in in a room together, I would be the one that would be. I don't know, looking at the lyrics way more deeply, and then. Okay. Well, no, I was he, just, and he listens to that too.
1: Yeah. Well, i What I was just asking why? Reason why is I thought you were kind of part of more like a musician type because you guys both play. I know you guys both play music, right? Kind yep, of thing. we do. Um, with because the the one of the things with that prodigy song is I think the most famous thing is the that like that yeah. little like tone and then also like yeah is any of that. <laughs> in this Jimmy World thing, that's that's what I want. I want to ask you is like, is it? Is, did they somehow break that down into anything into this song? Or is it just the lyrics? Is that the only thing that's kind of carried over?
0: Um, so they the guitar notes that go bloom blue doo that mimics that same uh, okay. kind of. It's different. It's much faster in the Prodigy. Yeah, in their version. Um, and it's and it's a very different sound. It's probably some kind, either a sampled sound that they that they sequence together, or I don't know if it's. I can't tell if it's going to be a keyboard, but the 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 guitar, the keyboards in the very beginning are different, but the guitar is the is the sound that mimics that the most. Okay. But it doesn't sound anything like it because it's it a guitar played on the E string, and yeah. it's just way lower.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was just curious. I'm like, I'm wondering because listening to both of them to this. Uh, today, like, I was just like, is there anything that's carried over that that they're just breaking down, like, and slowing down at all, other than just the lyrics? And that was kind of my. And he talks about in that video that maybe the bass line is the only thing that's similar, really. But I guess I can't really hear it. And I'm, I'm, I play. I've played a little bit of music, but I'm not like more well versed to to, to, like know exactly that's what it is. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, let me let me listen to a little bit more and see if we can hear that bass in there. Yeah. To me, it just sounds like just two notes there, which might match the bass that's in the the original Fire but I can't tell.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm all about, yeah, I'm so into this, like just adding more to it, like that guitar that coming in right there and just um, even the little sound effects in the background, like it sounds so great. And this is so early in their career, in my opinion, a little bit. Like, it's just so cool. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, yeah, i'm, a, I'm so excited about this song it's so they
0: cool. added so many little they 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 took the perfect uh, you know amount of ingredients right of of just like how do we pepper this thing so it's the perfect jimmy world uh <laughs> type of, of of cover yeah right and it and, and not only is it is it very much in their style but it's incredibly different and that's what i feel everyone appreciates about this is how different it is from the original it's not like a a like for like it's not exactly the same and maybe i'm wrong with the guitar that goes down maybe it doesn't match that sound but there are certain elements that you know maybe they did were inspired by that sound but you're absolutely right that that is the most notable sound in the original is that it almost sounds like a air raid siren well
1: it, it kind of like that all that yeah that sound um i feel like that's been in probably like at the time like commercials or movie trailers or something like do you ever see the movie um run lola run it's a german movie um Have you ever seen that or know I about it
0: saw the I, is she wearing yellow She's, or is he wearing she, yellow
1: it's like a woman running with really bright red hair like that's um, it
0: i saw the the promo for it but i never saw the film
1: it's like a it's from like around this time you know kind of thing and like uh-huh. probably a lot when like this type of music like with like Nine Inch Nails and Prodigy were, you know, big in like late to late 90s, you know, kind of thing. And is this is that considered like new metal or is that <sighs> later? I wouldn't call it new metal, really. I would think it's more of like this uh, industrial kind of. Yeah, that's line, I think it's you know? a better.
0: Yeah, industrial.
1: Yeah. Because like new, me- new metal, I guess, would be taking elements of this, you know, into stuff. It's <laughs> it's so funny. I I was just listening to um, this is, I guess, promoting another podcast. But you ever heard the pod? You might get a kick out of it. Called Punch Up the Jam. You ever heard this podcast before? <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> uh, they kind of like do this, so they kind of take a song and kind of break it down. And a lot of the times, they're kind of like somewhat like quote unquote like shitty songs that like may, or maybe like bit songs that were huge hits at the time, you know, kind of thing. And maybe I just one looked, hit wonders kind of thing, kind of a little bit one hit wonders. Like one of my just listened to was for um, uh, the System of a Down song Chop Suey. You know? yeah. <laughs> and they like were just asking is that is this considered new metal? Like it was just funny that they you asked that. <laughs> <'Cause> they, <laughs> and I was like funny is listening to that thing, I'm like, was well, Chop Suey's actually a pretty weird song. It's crazy that it was a hit. Do you remember that one? Which one that I'm talking Oh, absolutely. About? I oh, was yeah. really big into that. <laughs> yeah. It's like that's nuts that, that was a hit song. Like I can't like imagine like a time where that would have been, you know. <laughs> yeah, and
0: I think it's because um it's it's because he has that when he goes into the chorus and he and you know he goes, I don't think you trust and him and and his the name is escaping me of his guitarist, but when they harmonize together, yeah, it brings it back from it's from like being a, that that wake up, yeah, yeah,
1: that might be it. That's it.
0: Yeah, because toxicity was a huge. I, I remember driving in my in my O two Toyota Tacoma. Man, I was driving out. To Dude, the I had
1: a, a ninety nine to, Toyota Tacoma. <laughs>
0: Do you still have it? Is that what you took out my, to uh
1: No, I, I drive a, a fit now, but my brother still drives my Toyota Tacoma
0: that I used to drive. Yeah. <laughs> I have not handed it down. My kids they have another uh ten ten years before they can get uh, to that age. Yeah, but my brother's saving he, it for that. He's
1: three years younger than me. He he drives it right now. So <laughs>
0: And even with 175,000 miles on it, I'm sure it'll still go another 175.
1: Uh, I think I just heard that he might be getting rid of it to get like a, something else. I'm like, shit, no way. Like oh, he, man. I, I don't well, think. Well, at least you're not there. It still has a blink 22 sticker on the back of it. From my, oh, man. when I, that was like my first car It was a Toyota Tacoma. So that's, that's great.
0: Yeah. I think they're good. They're good. Solid first cars, man.
1: <laughs> it's nuts. It's, it's, it's so funny. Like, I mean, I, like we said, we haven't met, but, like, um you and, like, David, like, it's, like, w- crazy to find these people that, like, are sort of, like, wow, we had such similar things going on or something, you know? I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, right? And like at over- the same
0: exact time, or within a, a couple of years of each other, yeah. but there's so much, you know... Parallelism in our
1: lives. (laughs) If the internet didn't exist, we wouldn't be doing this. Yeah.
0: So speaking, yeah, speaking of which, with the with the internet, I was going to mention. So David, even though he can't be here, he likes to to try and interject and and be included in the podcast at some point. Yeah. Um. And I'm thinking I'm so bad at social media. This Mm -hmm. I have no idea how to read these Twitter threads. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, There was a post uh, from Mark Hoppus uh, just out over an hour ago. Mm. Uh, and he had said, politics have broken people's brains. I wish everyone would be as right about everything as I am. It's a heavy burden that I carry. And then not two minutes later, David replies to, uh, to that post and says, for me, this is heaven is the best Jimmy Eat World song. I remember you saying that and it's true. To which Mark <laughs> replies, still true. Isn't that so neat that you can, you can have a, a conversation with somebody that you're infatuated with or have been following for the last 25 years of your life?
1: That's so now, crazy. Social media. It's, I know. Well, can I throw another little thing just to connect me into this, I guess? Is Absolutely. that Absolutely. For me, this is heaven was the theme of my my uh, senior prom.
0: Oh, <laughs> so. man. Isn't that wouldn't that be so cool to have that for I I wish That that's awesome. That you can I, say that. I I, <laughs> I would love to have had a Jimmy World song.
1: Well, it's because like I went to Mesa High School, which Mesa's where Jimmy World's from, and so yeah. it was such like a thing. Like there was a ba- like a cover, like a band played the song live and stuff, and um, yeah, it was like the only prom I went to when I was in high school was the senior prom, and it was for me. This is heaven was the theme, so <laughs> which might be yeah. the best Jimmy <laughs> World song. It might be like it yeah, might not be I my know, favorite, right? but it you might think... be the best one. So
0: yeah, like, that's one of the acronyms on the sub that I definitely know now really well is FMTIH man. It's like, okay. All right. For me, this is heaven. I know that one.
1: Well, just the, like, um, cause you know, we probably like, I was one of those guys that probably had a lot more burned CDs and I had like the actual physical ones. And when I finally got clarity, like the real one and then like opening it up and seeing that it's just a black CD that says for me, this is heaven on it. I was like, this is the coolest thing of all time. <laughs> 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 like I, like that, that shit is the coolest Or was like, a, was it like Navy or something? Navy CD? Yeah, something. It's
0: so very minimalist.
1: Oh, I was just like, this is going to, like that, just that image is going to like affect my rest of my life of just trying to be this minimalist kind of like style, yeah. you know, kind of thing. And but, then
0: pop it in your Panasonic little portable CD player with your puffy headphones. It might t-
1: Toyota Tacoma, man, that I put the yeah, CD man. player in.
0: <laughs> so. pop, pop that tape, the tape into the tape deck that connects to your, uh, <laughs> to my iPod. Oh yeah. yeah, man. Sick.
1: Yeah. I don't know. So it's just, yeah. What a weird thing. I know, this, right? So yeah, stuff. people
0: in in states away, and you know what? When when we come out to when the family visits, we're you know we're gonna be on a uh, like a we're, camping tour in the next couple of years, but mm. um, we'll come up there. We'll do a little pub tour, right? We'll uh, we'll check out the the craft beer scene. That's huge up oh, there. What in, else? Is Donuts, right? Blue, um,
1: Blue. Blue star. Blue star. That's the one. The the uh, what's it called? Um, uh, the big, the one that's always everyone is asking about is, yeah. is what's it called? Uh, uh, voodoo, voodoo but that's, yeah. that, that's the touristy one. You want to go, you yeah. want to get uh, blue star is the, yeah. is a good stuff. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I, it's funny. I, I've been thinking, I, I've been up here now for four years and I've been actually thinking about maybe going back down to Arizona. I don't know if it's going to happen. It just it's kind of been thinking about it might happen this year, but wow. I don't know. It's it's kind of, one of those things like I never I didn't go away for college or anything. I stayed in Arizona. So this was like almost like my college little thing, like going away for a little while and coming back. But it's exciting. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It's it's one of those things like I've been thinking about this this year. I'm like, should I do something different? But I don't know. So but yeah, I it, but uh I don't know, how do we get to this? I don't even know. <laughs> but we were just talking about social media
0: and just oh, yeah. how it essentially just link up to people that before, I had no idea that they had such similar stories.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, it's 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 so straight. Like, like there was a dude. I was just a guy that lives in San Francisco that I still talk to. I think I met on MySpace or something, and we just like the same movies, and so like we're still like some like still follow each other on things. And I'm like, I still have never met this guy, this dude Trevor. And I think he probably like. I think he likes Jimmy World too. And I, it's like maybe he listens to this pod. And my maybe it or you something. know what I'm gonna mark
0: that down under your little factor, Trevor. Let's <laughs> we'll see, if, and then we can and have a little uh, powwow, all of us together. We can all sit down.
1: Yeah, and it's just yeah. And so someone like David, like I, I still don't know how he knows. Um, my buddy Cody and Hallie, and um, I think, but he's originally he went he lived in Arizona. I, I remember, but, but you know,
0: I I I wanted to to sort of. Uh, do, the the topic of moving actually yeah. brings me into the next thing that I wanted to sure. chat about with this is so sometimes we'll do covers we've we've dramatically cut down the covers mainly because we got a little bit of blowback from people it's kind of like why do we want to hear the covers I thought people would love to hear the covers because these are fans of Jimmy World that are putting their their themselves out there on yeah. the internet mm-hmm. you know so yeah. we've we've sort of refined what we've we've selected and uh, there was only one song that I came across. Uh, from Phil Prentice. and this guy, we—he came out of the woodwork, uh, I think, a few months ago, and did a five-five-five cover. So we mm. had him on that episode.
1: I, I like that um, song a lot. I'm a, yeah, I am yeah,
0: it's very interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's very—I
1: mean, I'm all about—I'm all about getting weird. I want the—I'm all about them getting weird. Yeah, you know, get, get weird right. with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: In fact, I'm—I'm I, I, mistaken. We didn't actually do any covers, but Philip Prentice was one of the songs that we were going to do for that. Mm. Um, And he hadn't done, so that was three months ago. He hadn't done a song before that. Uh, I think the most recent one um, from that one was three years ago, and then four years ago, and then five years ago, and it goes further and further. But the point that I was going to make is that the one initial song that he had put together, he's in this small like bedroom. And over the course of these years, you see this man change locations to a bigger room, better equipment, Mm. up until three months ago when now he's in this, He's in this really nice. It looks a well lit room, maybe a studio somewhere. But you're almost following these people from the location to location, seeing them still doing what they're they love doing, which is covering music or listening to music. But um, they're they're changing their location. They might have made a decision that, like, you know what, I want to go down to downtown LA. I want to live in Silver Lake, California, mm-hmm. and be in you know deep in that scene. Yeah. It's just cool to be able to see that progression of people, um, you know, doing for some people. Either the quality of their recordings or if it's just the location that they're recording in. It's just – to yeah. me, that's one of those cool things to see people progress over oh, like, seven, sure. eight years.
1: Yeah, that's always – is this someone on um, – how is it? Someone on YouTube? Is that what you're say, yes. saying? Yes. Yeah, okay. so Phil Apprentice,
0: he did the 555, but he also did Um, – where is it? Yeah, he also did this song. So he did um, – but the version – um, it's the Jimmy Eat World version so his is a hmm. little slower so let's listen to a little bit of yeah. Phil Prentice doing this one all right here we go okay this will be a quick little cover of buy a starter and this cover is actually a cover of Jimmy Eat World's cover so by the way i love new zealand accents i'm i'm <laughs> assuming he's he's either from new zealand or yeah, australia anyway um, yeah buy a starter <laughs> I'm the fear Sounds pretty good, huh? Yeah,
1: no, no, not bad. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And that was uh twenty thirteen. Okay,
1: okay. Okay. That was
0: 7 years ago. So, good old Phil Prentice doing the uh, the Jimmy Eat World version on his uh his Martin Performance Artist Series guitar. Man, I love Martin <laughs> yeah. guitars, by the way. So. I I'm, I'm like <laughs> so,
1: it's so I am like I'm so out of it with like guitars lately. Cause I, there was like a point where I was just like all about it and I, I I've been needing a new acoustic guitar for years. Like it's kind of one of those things where I'm like someday I need to get a new one. Martin, Martin. Yeah. Martin's a good one to get. I basically only have my like electrics and I have like a ukulele. I got rid of my acoustic when I moved up here. So,
0: Oh man, have you <laughs> done any ukulele covers?
1: <laughs> um, what was the last thing I played really on it? It was like a present my mom gave me when I first moved up here. It was like my birthday. Um, what was it? It was like, uh, I had to learn like the song from the jerk, the, um, I know, I know. <laughs> when the love. And I probably learned something else. It's been a little minute hot minute. Yeah. Though. Probably some <laughs> probably some blink-182 thing I tried to yeah. do like um I was like probably watching some girl on YouTube play it and figure out how to play it. I was going to you know? say
0: yeah, you you pick a song with four chords and then you just sit there and you, <laughs> and you stare at the neck of the ukulele and try to four. Oh, that's an A, a G, a D
1: and an yeah. E. That kind of became my acoustic as of late. So I I'm, yeah. I'm out of it with uh guitar stuff, but it's always been yeah. a thing. It's it's I've always had friends that are more into bands and stuff than um like involved and it's always one of those things like every time i go to a show i'm like "Ah, i just want to be in a band you know i know (laughs) i know it
0: and you're not because if you were in it you'd see that there's just there's no there's not a lot of glamour to it oh no no so you get to enjoy that part of it where you go you leave a show i'm so inspired to play guitar (laughs) after i leave any show oh man same here right
1: yeah but it's funny. Cause I still have buddies that still play in some bands and stuff, and it's like I'm always just so blown away. I'm like, let me do the video. I won't. You don't have to pay me anything. I'll do the music video for you and all this stuff. Like I'm just like always. <laughs> I'm always uh, just. Blo- I want to be involved somehow, but never was. It was kind of always a thing. Well, like- see,
0: and then you you've just got to get friends now that just want to jam and you just go find some rental space and yeah. play for a couple of hours and you just do covers <laughs> like my buddies that, that do it with me. We just do a bunch of Tom Petty and the heartbreaker covers oh, for fun. two hours. And
1: you know, that's why you get it out of your system. <sighs> that's probably good. That's probably the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. I need it. And it's why I'm like uh, in Portland, like there's, it's, Everyone's in pretty small apartments, pretty close quarters compared to like stuff like in Arizona where like everyone has like a house that they could, you know, do stuff yeah, like that in. With so Some so.
0: serious property and like uh, a, a um, an extra garage in the back that they, you can convert yeah. to a little studio. They
1: yeah. all have like guest houses in their backs, even though they're like paying yeah. <laughs> cheap rent and stuff. There but. you go,
0: man. Another reason why you should go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be out there next year. We're going to go out there for the, the Dodger spring training. So we're just going to stay for a couple of days if you're out there and then we'll just hang hang out man i don't know where where you
1: are but well, we're
0: gonna be between flagstaff and i think scottsdale
1: okay okay and my parents live kind of outside scottsdale a little bit like yeah. They, um but uh but i have still a brother that lives in phoenix and like a lot so many friends and stuff and so it's been those things like i don't want to be away from these people you know kind of yeah. thing but i think it's in portland like i've like I've lately just been, I go to movies like so much, and there's so many small little theaters up here. And I've seen Jimmy World up here twice, actually. Like, I just, I go, they just actually announced a show in um, either Salem or Eugene. I forget where. It's one of the smaller cities in Oregon that I'm, I I didn't even check to see if they're sold out or not, but I might try to make the drive. It's like an hour and a half drive to, um, yeah, that's not bad, man. You
0: should see the people that were commenting on uh, the Jimmy World subreddit about having to drive like two hours. And there's people that say, look, I'm driving three and a half,
1: four hours. to see you world. So suck it up, man. It's it. It was one of the things like when I first got here, I went and saw them at like kind of like a, a medium sized place. It was a pretty big place. And it to me, cause I've only seen them in Arizona. It's a hometown show. So it's always like a huge show, but, uh, seeing them like outside of the state and like realizing like, just like how many people love this and love them. And just like, their intention is so into it, even for like songs that aren't like huge hits and stuff. I it, it felt so good to me. It's almost like, like, I don't know them, but like, I almost felt like I was partly, um, I don't know. Like they're, they're, they're my <laughs> thing, I suppose, you know, kind of thing. Just yeah. like being from Arizona and like knowing, like running into them in like places in Arizona and stuff. And so it's like, always felt like they're like buddies in a weird way. And so it was like, so cool seeing, it's like seeing your friends, like, Put on this amazing show out of out of town, you know. This is always so cool. Man, yeah, how how awesome? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like uh, like I, don't, I I should since I I'm on a Jimmy World podcast, I should I should tell these these two stories about running into the Jimmy World. I know we're off tangent from Firestarter. Well, no, I don't, I I'm mean like,
0: I, we can, we can go back to it, but just <laughs> we'll tell the stories because I
1: love there's there's other people
0: that um I want to get on um that I've spoken with either through the, I didn't, had no idea Reddit had a DM system Mm. through Reddit or um, I think I'm on the Facebook uh, Jimmy world group that I've spoken with that have incredible stories of them playing there's one incredible story of of I don't want to give it give it away, but it's when they essentially got their record deal or oh, the wow. offer, at least. And it's a cool story. So anyway, any Jimmy World story is welcome on the pot. So by well, all means,
1: they're like, yeah, like we were doing the gym, the Blink-182 show. And, and I'm sure we'll get back to it someday. It's one of those things where we'll just like someone on Reddit will hit us up like, you guys ever get another episode? And so we'll do like five in a row, you know, and then we'll stop for another, you know half a year we'll go back to it (laughs) but anyway um uh so it's it's so cool getting those messages but um i have like three little stories like one of them was uh i played in a battle of the bands right after high school it's probably 2005 2006 where i'm not like i was like always like had to be rhythm because i'm never i've never been a good guitar player but it was like we're playing kind of this taking back sunday-esque type music at the time and um and Jim Adkins and Zach Lynn were the judges at the, oh. the, the, the battle of the bands. It was like at central Christian church which was like a huge, almost like mega churches in Arizona. And they have, I don't know if they were, it must've been like new somebody. I don't know how they got involved with this, like judging a bunch of like, you know, 17 year olds. Right. <laughs> and, and I, um, that was one of the things I've like met them. And then another thing was, uh, there was this place called amazing Jake's, which was basically like one of those places like it has pizza and like, kind of like a, like a jungle gyms playland. I don't know if that rings any bells for you, but well,
0: it sounds kind of like discovery zone out discovery here. Discovery
1: zone. It was like a discovery, the like kind of that, or it was more of like, but this is like a newer version where it had like bowling, like maybe like a Dave and Buster's esque kind of uh, place. Yeah,
0: But for kids, right?
1: It was like for kids and adults, but mostly kids. It was like, a, I don't think it exists anymore. It's called amazing Jake's. And Um, Zach Lynn was there and my buddy went up to him and was like, are you in a band? (laughs) And he's like, yeah. And he's like, Jimmy Eat World. And he's like, yeah. And then he like pointed at him and He said, "I knew it." And then we were like sixteen, and it was like one of those most embarrassing things ever, where he was just like <laughs> screamed, at "Like I knew you were him," you know, kind of thing. What? And did he actually know, or was he was he legitimately we, surprised? I like think you didn't. You I certain. think we were like, I think that's a drummer from Jimmy at World over there. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, it's probably also strange. You
0: don't expect to see them at a place like Amazing Jake's, or well, he was like there
1: with like I don't know if it was his kids or if it was like someone else, but he was like there with kids, and it was like one of those things where i'm like i never go up to people like that you know oh and he, man yeah and my so buddy bad. tyler mm-hmm. he just went right up to him and just like are you in a band like um <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the other time was uh there's a place that was kind of like what's kind of started like a scene sort of in phoenix is called crescent ballroom which is sort of like this uh it was like a medium-sized venue bar that now the guy that started it he was one of the guys that started um uh, like a production company in Phoenix that would book Jimmy world when they first started like Stateside, I think is what it's called. Uh-huh. Um, I forget his name. I wish I had it pulled up, but he's like a guy that started like this bar and he started like two other bars, like venues in in Phoenix. And it's kind of like, cause Phoenix for a while, like downtown was sort of like this no man's land. Like it was only like businesses, like during the day, you know, like, like a uh, office and, banking and stuff and it's not until the last like because the first generation to be like born there (laughs) we're like our people in our 30s and 40s now because like all of our parents moved there from like the east coast in the 80s and 70s and stuff so there's like nobody really, unless you were like Mormon or Mexican, were are not, or you. those are the people that were born in Arizona before like the seventies or eighties, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> right. Right. So it's almost like a new generation is finding like building stuff there where it's actually like, Oh, there's cool things to places to go. So Crescent Ballroom was one of those places. And I've ran into Jim Adkins a few times there smoking cigars on the patio there kind of thing.
0: <laughs> and that's awesome.
1: Yeah. And like my buddy, Joel was like at, talking to him about cigars and we were just like talking, like trying not to be like, Oh yeah, we're, you're like our favorite band, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> just try did, to like, did, bring up. Did cigars. you say anything? I can't remember what I talked about, but it was something about probably like, cigars or something. Right. I mean,
0: I'm sure that's probably what, what any, you know, normal human being who, who is, uh, breathing would, would bring up. Right. But it's like once, once it comes time to that conversation dies, I would be, so out of luck i'd be like well it was nice to see you it's kind
1: of one of those things like you're just like kind of like backing away like we're still yeah. sitting here we're like smoking cigarettes or something around him you know kind of thing and just like trying not to like freak out you know kind right of um but yeah so he's one of those guys That's like, awesome man they would just hang out around there you know so it's kind of like it, it, they there was like the sense of Uh, I don't want to say ownership, but just like, just that they are buddies or hometown heroes, you know, you kind of like look up for and it's so cool to see that they have like a worldwide appeal and, um, and and just just seeing them in in Oregon and just like everyone being so stoked, it just feels like good. And it's like, I don't know. yeah, It's cool. It's different than seeing like blink One Eight Two up here. Like it's like, whatever, you know, it's just like, this is like something different. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. And I know that, that Mark has a, a different sort of a, uh, availability and you can kind of see that on on twitter but he's still huge right mark Hoppus is huge oh, huge! And yeah. you, but when you when you look at jim adkins in the band it seems like they're approachable but you're almost happy that they're so big like oh yeah th- it's a different kind of kind of feeling and i get what you're saying it's just i i don't know what i would say if i had met them in person
1: it, yeah it's kind of all those things you just gotta be like oh like i just did- I think I'm, I may have been like I like the I really dug the last album just as you know kind of thing. Just kind of trying to be cool and trying not to right, be. Right. That's all I've really have said of something like that. I'm like, oh yeah, just so you know, I, I really. I really dug that last album and stuff and I'm like oh thanks man and that's all they really could say like they're not gonna yeah. say much else but i just remember the cigar and i don't know why like with my buddy joel just talking to him about the cigar <laughs> and i'm just like oh like smiling next to him like oh yeah this was only like a few years ago though um <laughs> really so recent huh yeah this is this is probably cuz crescent is a pretty it was one of those places that kind of started the scene in phoenix of just like places to go that weren't um Cause there was nothing down there like late at night. And so it's kind of like a thing like, like LA has had these like venues for years. Right. And Phoenix has had stuff like that, but it's so spread out there. There was never like a centralized stuff. And it's kind of not until recently within the last few years where like people that grew up there are finding, like opening things to places to go. Right. And I think that's why they stay there is that they see that there's like kind of like this, um, uh, like it's such a big city that just didn't really have any culture. And it's only like, as of late that there's like somewhat of a yeah, culture, which is there. a very,
0: pretty, pretty
1: cool opportunity for them. Yeah. They're like part of it. Like they're like, it's that's, what's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, another we just tell my whole life story here. Um, no, I, it's, a, it's the Jimmy world experience. This <laughs> <laughs> is all Jimmy world experiences. I've, I've got to get it out here. Um, but I had one other thing I had that I, I still remember and um, was I went back to Phoenix for my 10th um, high school reunion, which would have been like 2015, um, uh, 15. Yeah. And uh, that same weekend, there was a big show, um, like kind of a festival show, like um, like a like a day festival where there was like Jimmy World is playing it. Um, thrice was playing it brand new was playing it. Um, there was like spoon. There was like a a lineup, like a huge, like lineup that was like really felt like it was my mix CD from Napster in, in high school, you know, kind of thing. (laughs) Um, yeah. And so it was like, uh, who else was playing? There was, um, yeah, it was like this big, it was just kind of this thing where it was two stages where it was just like a band played when one ended and Jimmy was the second to last band and brand new played after them. And it was like this weird thing where it was right around when I had my high school reunion. And I remember like seeing Jimmy at world and being like someone passing around like weed. And like, I don't smoke too often, but like was happened to be high at that time. And like them playing like good spot, goodbye sky Harbor as planes from sky Harbor are like landing or taking That's off so behind sick. them. Cause <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's like in Tempe and you can see that the planes are going, are going in and out like right behind the stage and I had this like weird, like existential, like crisis, not crisis, but like this beautiful like moment, but also like, oh my God, it's been 10 years since I graduated high school and I'm seeing this. And it was like this weird thing that happened. And that's like my biggest like Jimmy World thing was like them playing that <laughs> with I'm the I'm sure planes. you probably
0: hold that moment so close to oh, your heart. Just not only because sure. of, because it's Jimmy World, but because of that exact scenario at <laughs> this, that you're, you're, your, you know. Your inhibitions were a little bit lowered the (laughs) environment. It just seemed like perfect. Oh, it was. It was one of those.
1: Yeah. Like it's hard to remember like so many shows and things. And it was just one of those. And like the last, um, how'd it have been, you know, five years now that like you kind of lasted with me like a memory kind of thing. Um, and I don't know, it was just one of those things like the Jimmy, Jimmy has been like a part of like a lot of those little big, uh, big moments. I feel like or big transition times. I think, I don't know. (laughs)
0: <laughs> wow well yeah. uh, very very well said the um yeah sorry
1: to tangent like that for no, a no
0: <laughs> no now let me ask you so is the, is there anything that you wanted to to say about this song do you have anything else you wanted to say about fire starter
1: uh well it i just i i'm just a big fan of these kind of slow build-up ones and, and i just love how many things get added on but doesn't seem too like too much like it's still holding back but even gets big it's hard to explain, but I love like the little background noises that are happening within the song. Um, just like this kind of scratchy stuff that's happening. I don't know yeah. if it's, if that's what the right term would say for it, but, um, and it, in it does have like kind of a long sort of kind of, uh, like it does say it's like six minutes, six, but it, a lot so, yeah, of that six and a half like, minutes like 30, 40 seconds of that is really just noise, you know, kind of like a fade out yeah. kind of thing. But yeah, there's the
0: fade out. And then every in between each one of those verses,
1: it's kind of like one of those things where it's, it's almost a lot of their kind of slow buildups like that almost end with giving you somewhat of a blue balls where it's almost like if (laughs) like it almost wish it kind of exploded. And I kind of like that about it in a weird way. Um, Like uh, invented is one of those songs. Like, I don't know if you, you know that song I'm talking about. Where it's sort of like it takes so long for it to build up and then it has this explosion and it kind of is open. And then you don't
0: even realize it. You kind of take a step back and go, Whoa.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like, and ah, I love that song so much. It was one of those that, like, I was like, Jimmy's back with that song. It was kind of a loose thing. (laughs) Um, What's another one? Like, uh, yeah, I don't, it's hard to talk about this one because I just like it so much and I just love the kind of vibe with it. You know? Yeah,
0: and we didn't really get to talk about what the song's about. It this is a cover, so yeah. if you were to look back at at uh, the Prodigy, I, I went back to song meetings and just looked at at the Firestarter by the Prodigy, and the top comment is that, uh, and this is what Liam said, who is the DJ, you know, the other half of this, uh, is that it's it's about it's a song written by Keith about um, he put the lyrics down to this, which didn't start out with lyrics, but it's his personality. Um, I don't think that there's any kind of association with Jimmy Eat World picking this because it associates with them in any way. Like he had said, like Jim said, it, they picked it because this was a cool song for them to do that they could cover in their own way um, for the uh, the War Child um, project, right?
1: Yeah, I think that and just like thinking about like what, when time it was around and probably like what they kind of like. It's, it's interesting kind of looking back at like the songs they have covered and there's like bands like there's that Heat Miser song that's like the Elliott Smith vibe yeah half right yeah and like um um there's like the Wilco song that was kind of later though that was the uh, you and me is that is that the one i'm thinking of it's on it's like the bonus track on invented it's like you and i you and i that's um, a cover that's a cover actually yeah a, a wilco song i don't know if you <laughs> <laughs> need that but like. wow
0: wilco That's a name I haven't heard in a while.
1: So I don't, it's just like bands like, yeah, like kind of those uh, turn of the, it's funny to say turn of the century, but like, you know, the going from the nineties to the two thousands sort of vibes. And, um, I I can't wait till you guys do, uh, the Taylor Swift cover.
0: So let me, let me, me, so on, on the subreddit from seven months ago, this always bugs me when somebody posts something cool and then their accounts deleted. I have no idea (sighs) who posted this, but I had upvoted it a long time ago. Uh, and it says best covers played by Jimmy Eat World, and they put down 10 tracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I don't know if these are in any particular order, why they're in, in an order. So Spangle, which is the wedding present cover. Okay. okay. Game of Pricks, guided by voices. Half Right, that's the Heat Miser, mm-hmm. Elliot Smith. And then Take Them As They Come, which is Bruce Springsteen. Had no idea.
1: Oh, I don't know if I heard that one.
0: Me neither. Yeah. And these are ones that I haven't heard either. So New Religion by Duran Duran.
1: I think that's an, that's an older one, like a. I think I saw the same list, I think, and it was that was like, yeah, probably not even recorded or something. Yeah.
0: Stop Whispering by Radiohead, and then We Are Never Getting Back Together by Taylor Swift, which, yeah, (laughs) I've never heard.
1: Oh, it, I haven't bought too many songs on iTunes. That's one of the songs I have bought off iTunes. (laughs) Um, Like, I, that good, huh? (laughs) Well, I, yeah, I never really bought songs of iTunes too often. And um, it's funny because I have an Apple TV and when I pull it up, it's like w- that song always pops up of like, as a, <laughs> one of the tracks I've, I've probably <laughs> bought off iTunes, like, I don't know, 25 songs in my lifetime, you know, kind of thing of like stuff. That's not anywhere else. Just before Spotify. And it's good. It's a good ass cover. It's, it reminds me of this. Cause it's kind of like this broken down sort of version, you know, kind of thing. Uh, it's not like a slow moody thing, but it definitely has like this, uh, this slow, like almost half time to it yeah. compared to the original. They um, put their spin on it. Yeah, it's good. It's I yeah, because they have I swear, like Jimmy World may have be like probably in a better place than they ever been because of Taylor Swift in a way, in a weird way, <laughs> like her doing um for an Apple commercial, sing in the middle on it and stuff. I think she did. Did you ever right. see that? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. And didn't she just name – didn't she put together a playlist and Jimmy World was on it? I think so. And I and I know that there's on YouTube, like, Jim Adkins playing a song with her in Phoenix, like, on stage as well. Yeah. And um, so, I don't know. Like, for, I feel like they probably love that. Like, they're just like <laughs> – yeah, it like, was. Uh, it
0: was for me. This is heaven. That's it. Uh,
1: in her song. Spotify
0: playlist, there we go. So, the best Jimmy World song ever, and Taylor <laughs> Swift knows it. Yeah, you definitely want to have Taylor Swift in your back pocket. She is
1: so good. You, uh, you got to hear the you never ever getting back together because I think you're gonna dig it because it's like this. Uh, um, if I can remember correctly, it's sort of like the slower kind of way he kind of goes about it where it's like. We are never, ever, ever. And it kind of has like this kind of just like brum, brum, brum kind of vibe yeah. to it. And I've heard them play that live and then they made the, it's sort of like you can download sort of a live session track, but it still sounds like pretty, uh, like it must've been like recording the studio live uh-huh. kind of thing. I don't think they did it like tracked. I don't think they tracked it, but they did it like as a, um, in some, some sort of studio. So it sounds pretty damn good.
0: sick well I'll have to listen to it after this man
1: yeah you guys will have to do it (laughs)
0: yeah well if if there is uh if there is nothing else that you have to say
1: um I don't know I think that might be it uh I'm trying to look at my little notes I have that kind of I scrambled down um yeah, I just think it's it's a cool it's cool cover and it's 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 so funny finding these songs and discovering that they were covers because they do put such a spin on them and just don't yeah. you know play them straight up and
0: Yeah, and I think it's the way that they draw out the the lyrics, they draw out they doubled the time, right? So it's uh maybe not doubled the time, they they expanded the time. So when you're when they're saying I'm a twisted, you're a twisted, I'm a twisted fire starter, it doesn't register with most people if they're not listening to the lyrics that closely. Yeah it just It's just it's one of those Jimmy songs that's kind of like, wow, that's a really cool song. And onto the next one. And you don't realize where it came from.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just love it. It's uh, yeah, because it's it's totally different like that. That dance kind of track that the prodigy did is sort of just like this more instrumental kind of thing with a little bit of vocals in it. It's not necessarily I don't think anybody really even is cares. Like uh, for me, like dance tracks like that, it's more like, I don't think anybody's like dip diving into the lyrics with it. Right. But he almost right. like with this song is like, no, you're going to listen to these lyrics and like kind of <laughs> listen to what this is. And, um, it works. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's a weird one to say that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It, it I mean, I never was in the project. The only song I really could, he, you know, I know the cover of this, the crabs, like the crab yeah. on the cover is like a uh, pretty in my head. Right. And The song the, the, Smack my bitch up, yeah. and that's the only thing that's really stuck with me. Maybe it's more of a Europe thing, but um, uh, this song is more iconic to me than this one, than, than yeah. the, the original.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, I agree, and it's interesting to know the backstory. But still, I uh, I'm, I'm glad they ended up covering this one.
1: Yeah, hopefully they. I don't know. Maybe they'll, someday they'll play it live. You know, one yeah. of those sort of. That's the thing it, that was we were kind of spoiled about in Arizona is that they would play these off shows all the time and stuff and just kind of like little shows like that where they kind of play, uh, you know, B sides and, and things like that, that I miss being up here. Like I still have, it sounds like, yeah, it sounds
0: like you need to go back to Arizona, man.
1: Maybe (laughs) I still have my, my wall up here. It's, they did. I, I think it was around the invented time. They did like an Arizona cities tour where they went to like small kind of towns in, uh, outside of Phoenix um, and I have like that, that poster still on my wall up here. Yeah. I, I remember when they announced that it's like, it was like six cities and it was like these little, little desert towns that are like an hour outside of Phoenix. And it was so, it was, it yeah. was like in like a little, uh, the one I went to, I forget what exactly what city I saw it in, but it was basically like a, like a town hall that you would go to like an old like an old person's funeral too, or something, you know, yeah. or like, and it a,
0: was, it was like a thank you to small town shows, something like yeah. that. Small yeah. town fans. That's what it yeah. was.
1: Yeah. And then I'm sure that everyone from Phoenix came down and yeah. bought all the tickets up. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. All I, right. Yeah. So I, don't, yeah, I think I'm good.
0: It's okay. Yeah. If you got, if you got nothing else, man, Um. it's, it's a, it's a cool jam. And, uh, you know, as, as we always say, right.
1: Oh yeah. Um, well, but <laughs> I guess before we do, um, if you uh, if I guess if, if people want to follow or listen to the, our podcast, that's kind of defunct slightly. The take off your pants and podcast. Check it out. I feel like Blink 182, you know, kind of thing. Absolutely. But uh, other than that, um, I guess uh, be excellent to each other and party on dudes. <laughs> excellent. <laughs>